All right. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for yet another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is January 18th of 2024 and week 259. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank the Lord that you guys for thank you for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Uh, we do have what is this three early comments. Um, David says praise the Lord everyone. Hope everyone is having a blessed day in the Lord. Casey says praise the Lord brothers and everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed day in Christ. God bless. Kim says greetings in the name of Jesus to all. So praise the Lord to you three. Thank you for being among. The early comments and um, thank you for the interactions and thank you for tuning in so as you can see from the title it says the internal battle so without any further ado i'm going to pass it over to minister tony banks we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message as always we pray that you guys get something out of it thank you very much melvin as usual we will go into a word of prayer if you guys will join in with us Gracious Lord, we thank you for how you've kept us, for how you washed over us, Lord. We thank you for all the, the, all the blessings that you keep giving us, Lord, day after day, time after time, Lord. We understand that we don't deserve the things that you did to us, for us, Lord, but we say thank you, Lord. We come before your throne of grace, Lord. Help us to always remember to thank you. Help us to always remember to remain grateful, uh, to, to remain holy, Lord. Help us to never forget these things. We understand that so much is going on in the world, Lord, but we want to stay in your will at all times. Lord, continue to remind, continually remind us that there is a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. Lord, we're praying that tonight that we would all decrease and that you alone would increase. Lord, we're praying for the Bible studies that you would uh, j just show your word to us better than we've ever seen it before, Lord. Remind us of things, Lord. Show us new things, Lord. Just reveal things to us, Lord. Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your fantastic name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless each of you for being with us tonight. Uh, once again, we are in the midst of another Bible study, and I pray that it would be something that would be beneficial toward you. Uh, we appreciate all of you for joining us. Um, we, we try to never take that for granted because we understand your time is precious. Uh, your time is important. And so we don't wish to come on here and waste your time at all. Um, and, and I can assure you that if you would devote yourself to the Word of God. You would devote yourself to learning of Him. Uh, the Bible tells us He is a rewarder to those that diligently seek Him. So your labor is not in vain. Uh, I know it even happens to me sometimes. We feel as if we're working toward a goal, but we have not accomplished it. And in fact, it feels like we haven't made it anywhere. And so I don't want you to get in that place with God where sometimes people feel like they're trying and they're, they've been praying and they've been going to Bible study and they've been trying to read some scriptures and fasting and all of these things and they feel they're still stuck. I want you to remember, continue going, that he is a rewarder. He told us himself 
that our labor is not in vain. And so uh, God bless each of you for being with us tonight. We did receive some more input. So I want to encourage everyone to continue to give us your feedback, continue to give us questions. I appreciate the questions. They, and, and you can give us questions before the Bible study. You can ask questions during the Bible study, after the Bible study. Whenever the questions come to mind, um, you, can, you can always reach out and uh, we will do the best that we can to answer those questions if I don't know the answer because I don't know every answer. Uh, I know that is not a shocker or a spoiler alert, but I don't know every answer. But what I will do is I'll seek these answers. Uh, so God has blessed me to have uh, individuals in my life that know so much more than I do. And so I always try to tap into the knowledge that God has placed around me. And so I want to encourage you to do the same. So Melvin, let us get into it tonight. We're going to deal with this internal battle. So if you will, Melvin, read the question for us so we'll know where we're headed. All right. Um, it says, no matter how much I try and pray hard to be good, I find that sinful nature comes out from time to time. I gave up swearing a few years ago. However, once in a while, I can injure myself and out comes a word that I would never think of using on a normal basis. Why is that? Where in the world did it come from? I just think it's interesting to think about this battle internally that is going on inside of us each day. So, thank you for the question. And we're going to deal with that tonight. Let's, whenever we're, whenever we have any question, it is so important for us to direct that question to God for him to help us uh, to understand the answer. And so that's exactly what we're going to do tonight. It won't be what Tony feels. It won't be what Melvin feels. This is going to be what the word of God declares. So let's pick it up in the book of Matthew, chapter 12, and verse 34. O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Now, Jesus is talking here, and he says, O generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. See, what he's telling us is, look, even if someone upsets you, you know, there are a lot of things that we keep buried deep down. And it takes some certain situations to pull those things out of us. They didn't come from nowhere. Sometimes we might not have even known those things were deep down within us. But the fact is, the, according to the word of God, out of the abundance of the heart, those words came out. See, anytime we say something, anytime we feel a certain way, 
These things are coming from somewhere within us. The devil plants these seeds within us. We're planted with different thoughts, and those thoughts become buried within us. And for the right, uh, within the right time, the right opportunity, these things come out. That's why the scripture tells us to guard our heart. See, there are some things that if we let them in our heart, they'll be there for a long time. They will be there for a long time. Out of our heart, we know it's the issues of life. These issues that we're dealing with tonight, this internal battle, there's some things that have entered into our heart. And we're going to need some help to get it out. So I thank God for this question because the truth is we all need help getting rid of things that are in our hearts. You know, sometimes a person can mistreat us. A person can do something that we really didn't appreciate. And the way we feel about that person, it'll be buried deep within our heart. We call it a grudge. It'll be buried in there. And it's hard for you to get over what they did to you. Every time you see them, every time you think about them, even if you thought, oh, I feel better now. Look, if you see them again, that feeling just shows up all over again. It's in the heart. It's truly how a person feels. But I'm glad that with Christ, with God on our side, we can overcome these things that get in our heart. So many times God has to reveal to us what's in our own heart. I know, uh, I can't remember who said it, but the scripture, he talks about God showing him what's in his heart. And, and, And sometimes people feel, why would he say that? See, sometimes you really don't know. Sometimes you really don't know. There, there are many situations where people, we say, if, if it had been me, <laughs> sometimes we think we'll do something. And when that situation really arises, we don't do nowhere close to what we said we do. I know for a fact I have been this way. I say, God, if you let me get in this position, if you let me get here, if you let me accomplish that, God, this is what I'm going to do. And it's just as soon as God lets you get into that place that you prayed for, you you start looking at yourself and say, my God, what a failure. I didn't do what I declared I would do. How often does this happen to us? So it's one thing for us to talk about what we'll do when we get in a situation. God gives us an opportunity to see just what we'll do. You know, this is the reason why I personally believe God allows us to live out our lives. What I mean by that is God already knows who's going to hell. He already knows who's going to heaven. He knows who's going to be saved and who's not. He knows this. I might not know. You might not know. But God, the Bible tells us he stood in the beginning and he declared the end. And so since this is true, 
Why is God allowing everything to play out? See, I believe he's giving us an opportunity because you know what? If God had, now I'm not telling you the scripture says it, but this is just what I believe. If God had placed everybody in heaven and everybody in hell, and we never lived out our life, we never uh, grew to be X amount of years old, somebody would tell God, at judgment, they say, God, how could you put me in hell? See, if I had have had an opportunity, God, I would have did this. I would have did that. You didn't even give me a chance. Because we would all say that. So God says, you know what? I'm going to allow you the opportunity to live life. And he's watching us make excuse after excuse. I've been guilty. I thank God that he finally gave me a mind to do right and stop making excuses. So this is where we are, we are tonight. This eternal, internal battle. This battle that every, let me say that, every one of us is fighting this same battle. You know, recently I was speaking with someone and they were talking about just this fight that they're having, deciding whether they're going to do right or not. See, we're all faced with it. I'm glad the person asked this question um, because, like I said, I have been dealing with someone else on the same thing. We're all faced with this fight. Everyone has an opportunity to do wrong every single day. Every single day you have an opportunity to steal, to lie to do something you shouldn't do. So what choice are you going to make? Sometimes people feel the grass looks so much greener on the other side. I heard another saying, they said the grass is greener where you water it. You know, people come up with all kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't know where you guys come up with this, but people come up with some, some, pretty, uh, some pretty smart things. So. We're talking about this internal battle. We're going to, before we leave this chapter, I want to go back up to verse 32. We won't spend a lot of time here, but I'm hoping we don't spend a lot of time here. But verse 32. And whosoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Mm -hmm. Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruit. What Jesus is telling us is he wants us to be one way or the other. He doesn't want us being we call it straddling the fence. He wants us to pick one side to dwell on, to live on, live on this side. If you're going to be a righteous person, live that way. If you're going to be an unrighteous person, he says, fine, go ahead. Go ahead. If you want to live in sin, he said, fine. It's not the right choice. He wishes you wouldn't, and I wish you wouldn't either. But at the end of the day, he said he'd rather you be hot or cold. So when it comes to our tongue, our mouth, our action, our behavior, 
it's an internal battle. Some, look, sometimes we feel like doing the right thing. Other times when we get frustrated, we say, well, I wouldn't do this normally, but because I'm angry, I'm going to do someone wrong. See, if I wasn't angry, if, if it had not happened to me, you know, this really isn't who I am. But because someone did me this way, somebody's got to pay. See, circumstances push us sometimes. And so on those days, this battle becomes even harder to do the right thing. But we have a choice tonight. This battle is happening to everyone. You know, if I were to tell the police officer, look, the only reason I stole today, the, the only reason I did this is because somebody stole from me. I can tell them whatever I want. I still won't be able to get away with it. See, we can't allow this struggle, this, this battle that we're in, because we're conflicted, because we're upset, because we're whatever the, the circumstance is, we can't allow it to cause us to make the wrong decision. So we're going to get into that a little more tonight. So let, let's really, let's go and deal with, I better get Romans first. I want to go and, and, and really dive into the, the tone thing, but I really want to go and get Romans first. Pick us up in Romans, Melvin, chapter 7 and verse 18. All right. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. The only way for us to overcome this thing, to overcome this struggle internally that we're having, we must learn about it. And we must learn the truth about it. You know, my mind falls to people who struggle with being gay, people who struggle with homosexuality. You know, if only people would learn about it, but not about what science is or some, some psychologists, and these are good people now, but learn about what God says first. I understand there's an internal battle because, brother, there's an internal battle going on with every person in this world, whether they're gay or straight, whether they're black or white, whether rich or poor, Everyone's having a battle. Everyone's fighting something. This is what Paul is dealing with. These battles, these problems that we're facing is not because these battles are because of sin that dwells in us. This is the truth. Whether a person's struggling with being gay, whether they're struggling with lust, whether they're straight, Whatever it is, whether they're struggling with a certain addiction, drug addiction, whatever it is, this battle is because of the flesh. So once we begin to realize that it's not about, oh, well, I was just born this way. You know what? You're actually right. You were born into sin. That's what the Bible said. Not just the person who's, who's gay. Everyone was born into sin. 
See, we've got to learn the truth about this. Read that again for us, Melvin. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. Dwelleth no good thing in the flesh. See, every one of us in this world, we were born in the flesh. And that's going to call for an internal battle. It doesn't matter what economy you were born in, what city you live in, what's the weather in that place. You are born in the flesh. And now that you're born into this world, a uh, uh, man that is born, the Bible said, uh, is of a few days. And brother, he's full of trouble. You've got trouble on your hands because you have been born into this world. So no doubt about it, you're fighting these battles. Now I'm saying words I shouldn't be saying. Now I'm having feelings I shouldn't feel. Now I hate someone who I shouldn't even hate. I don't even know why I hate them. There's all kinds of problems because of the flesh. It's the flesh that's the problem here. If we would realize this, see, whenever there's a problem that's going on, we must identify that problem first before we can find a solution. Many times we're trying to find solutions to problems when we haven't even determined what is the real source of that problem. You cannot fix a problem without getting to the source. You can't fix it. There are times where, look, if a person goes to the hospital and this person, uh, they can have stomach problems. Their stomach could be hurting. They can give you some pain medicine. That's fine. That's only masking the problem. If they don't get to the root of the problem, you will continue to have stomach problems. Your stomach will continue to hurt. We've got to get to the source, the root of this problem. And the fact remains, no matter what struggle you're fighting with tonight, no matter what internal battle you have going on, it can be depression, it can be suicidal thoughts, it does not matter. The problem is always going to be, this is in the flesh. It's sin that dwells in you. If you got a problem with cursing, it is sin that dwells within you. Everyone has this fight. Everybody just has a different problem. You've got to realize this. This is what the word of God wants to teach you. If you got a problem with lust, see, people love to talk about someone that's gay. And now we understand, let's get it, let's get it straight. Being gay is contradictory to God. God does not approve of a man and man, of a woman and woman. God approves of a man and a woman being married. But with that being said, you've got many people, straight people, who love to talk bad about those who are gay, and yet they've got lust problems. Yet they're sleeping without being married. They're in fornication. See, there are problems all the way around. It's not just someone struggling with homosexuality. Everyone's got some type of internal battle. And so we must get to the root of this problem and we must solve this problem if we desire to be saved. So I thank God for Paul bringing this out to let us know. He said even he had this same battle. See, you're not alone tonight. It doesn't matter what your problem is. The devil tries to isolate us. And sometimes we look around and we feel 
I've got to be the only one with this problem. There is no one else having this same internal fight that I'm having. On the outside, sometimes people try to pretend that the, all is fine and dandy and we're doing so well. But deep down inside, look, we're fighting to hold on with our lives. We're, we're struggling day after day. There are people who are struggling and they're ready to give up. Ready to give up. See, this battle is going on and it's because of the flesh. It's because of sin that dwells in us. Read for us, Melvin, in verse 19. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. There are things that I don't even want to do, and I find myself doing them anyways. And the very thing I say I'm going to do, I end up not doing it. See, this is an internal battle. And Paul was faced with the same thing. Every human being in this world, everyone that has ever lived has been faced with this battle. Now, Jesus overcame this. But even him, the devil came and tempted him. See, you're not the only one who's being tempted to do wrong. You're not the only one. Look, you've got men that say, oh, well, there's nothing wrong with looking. You better not look too much. See, you're going to be tempted and overcome. You need to keep your eyes focused on Christ. Somebody, <laughs> I'm going to get somebody in trouble, man. <laughs> but this is the truth. You need to keep your eyes on Christ. So, where are we at? Verse 19. Yep. Let's keep reading down here a little bit more. Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. It is sin taking over me. Look, I don't want someone to learn this and say, well, see, it was sin that took over me. I don't know what came over me. It was sin. See, you can't. That sounds good, but you better continue reading. There will be no excuse. We have an antidote. We have a resolution for this problem. So stick with it. Don't log out now because you found out, look, it's just my flesh acting up. It's sin taking over me. Don't, look, don't stop there <laughs> because it won't end well for you. It won't end well. Let's keep reading, Mel. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. You know, have you ever wanted to do something good for a person? You try to help somebody out and they did something that you didn't like. And all of a sudden, all of the good you wanted to do, you didn't want to do any of that anymore. See, there's always a battle going on. There's always a battle. But, you know, sometimes I truly believe God still wants to see. Can you still go on and do good? Like, like he uh, led you to do. He laid it on your heart to do some good. But just because someone else got wrong, we decide then, you know what? I'm not doing good for them ever again. We talked about this, I believe, Monday. And I don't want to get off track here, but we, we, we dealt with that. He said, look, even the people in the world, 
A sinner can do good to those people that do good to them. He said, love your enemies. See, we've got to go the extra mile. This is what God is looking for. It's a battle, though. This is an internal battle. But God is going to help us. Read for us, Mev. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. Mm-hmm. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. It's a fight every day. Every single day. You know, people who struggle with some type of drug addiction, many times they will go to rehab and they'll come out so many months clean, uh, weeks clean, days clean, months clean, and somewhere down the line, somewhere down the line, they fall into the same trap again. Why? It's an internal battle. See, it didn't stop. That struggle did not end. Just because they graduated, just because they got that diploma that said they completed the rehab, just because they went a few days without it, a few weeks, a few months, even a few years, this battle continues the rest of all of our life. All of our lives, this battle will continue. So you've got to prepare yourself and know this. This thing does not get... I'll put it this way. I, it does actually get easier. I don't want to tell you something that's not true. It does get easier. See, it gets easier when you allow God to help you. But I want you to know the fights are always going to be there. Don't come to God and expect that since I came to him, now I'm in the church. Now I never have another fight in my life. This battle, this struggle that I have, it just vanishes. I'll never have to worry about it ever again. No, it'll always be a fight. You will always have this choice. That's the beautiful thing about God. He's not forcing anybody to do anything. You've got a choice. You can choose to live right or not. Read for us, Mel. Let's finish this. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. God is going to deliver you. That's the answer. Paul asked the question, who's going to deliver me? Oh, wretched man that I, I, I'm messed up. I'm torn up. Every day I'm having this fight. How can I overcome? It's going to take Christ. When you invite God into your life and truly follow his instruction, I'm telling you this thing gets so much easier. He said his yoke is light. His burden is light. Take upon him his ways, his thoughts. It will become so much easier for you. See, we're struggling. I can't tell you how many times people who are struggling, we are struggling 
And when God tries to give us the answer, we feel we already have the answer. We say, oh, I'm going to get myself right before I present myself to God. How can you do that? When you're having this internal battle every day, how can you do it? How will you fix yourself? God is the one who can fix us. He is the creator. How can you play his role? We're trying to be God, thinking we can fix our own problem. It won't happen. It will not work. Sometimes we feel like we're getting a little better. We say, yeah, I'm feeling good. And before we know it, we fall into the same trap again. And even worse. We're, I want to go to another place, Melvin, in the book of James. In the book of James, chapter 3 and verse 10. Because the person asked the question, and they brought up the tongue. So I want to go and get some scripture. And I, I can recall talking to people about these scriptures. You know, people talk a lot about things that they don't even know. We know that. People talk about stuff they don't know. They say, oh, it's not a problem. It's okay if you curse people. It's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. See, we are falling into these traps because we don't know the word of God. And when we do know it, we won't accept it. So I want to see what God has to say about this because somebody will tell you there's nothing wrong with talking like that. But let's see what God says in verse 9, Melvin. Therewith, bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Mm -hmm. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Now, this is what the word says. Now, it's plain. He says, out of the same mouth, on one hand, we're blessing God. On the other hand, we're cursing one another out. He said, this should not be. See, this is that internal battle getting the best of us. This is the flesh taking over us. The Bible, the Bible tells us to be angry and sin not. See, this is the main time where you hear people. Now, some people, they just curse all day long. It doesn't matter. But, but especially to those people who don't curse in every sentence. But when they get angry, you, you see a lot of stuff come out of people when they're angry. This is why the word tells us to be angry and sin not. There are some things buried down in us. And they're waiting to come out. So out of the same mouth, we're blessing God. We're wishing, we're, we're talking good about God, but one another. We're wishing bad things on each other. We're hoping evil on each other. We're spreading rumors and lies on each other. Look at what we're doing. This is the internal battle. 
this is that fight that every last one of us we're up against. You know what? The Bible tells us, let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak. Now, ask yourself, is that really who I am? See, I know for a fact there are times where I will find myself. I can be talking to someone and I jump and cut them off and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I didn't even let them say anything. They didn't even have to say it because I'm, I'm now becoming more conscious of it because God told me to be. See, it's a battle though because there are so many instances where you just want to say something. You just want to tell someone something. It might not even be a fight that we're having. It's just, you're so passionate and you just jump all over the place. This is the battle though. The word of God tells us, look, be swift to hear and be slow to speak. This is the battle we're faced with. You know, there are, there are so many times where I already mentioned the scripture tells us to be swift to, to, to listen. And you know what? We actually are swift to listen when there's gossip being mentioned. When there's some type of baby mama drama. <laughs> we will listen to those things. We're all ears. You will call someone and say, girl, tell me what they said again. <laughs> See, you won't have a problem talking now. You will be all ears. What did they do? We're swift to listen to that. When it comes to the word of God, though, we're not very fast to hear. it. We're very fast to speak our opinion, our mind, how we feel about it, our thoughts. This is, look, this is an internal battle that we're faced with, that we must overcome. And the only way we're going to do it, God has to help us. We, look, my mind is running with so many problems that people have. And, you know, I, I never... I never want women to think that I'm picking on them, so I always have to pick on the men because men have problems too. Men struggle. We've got an internal battle. I remember working with guys, and there's a pride issue that causes so many problems. There's pride that causes so many problems, especially in guys. Now, it happens to everybody. But especially guys, we want to show we're stronger, we're smarter, we're this, we're that. I, I, I remember talking to, see, there's a lot of problems we're having because we won't accept the word of God. You've got men running around and they've got three, four, five, six wives. That's not what the word of God tells us. We're to have be the husband of one wife. This is what the book says. But because men are struggling with this internal battle, they see every nice looking lady out there and they say, man, I think I want to marry her. <laughs> it's love at first sight. See, we come up with all this garbage. It was love at first sight. 
This must be the first time you can see every day because these guys are, <laughs> we're falling in love every day. Look at the internal battles and we're going to justify it. See, you know, I, I want you to think about something. When was the last time you seen a woman be married to five men? But you see men do this all the time. We better keep moving, Melvin. <laughs> but I want you to realize the truth tonight. See, this is the true word of God. There's a lot of internal battles going on every day. And it's more than about being gay. See, that, that's the only battle that people love to talk about. That's one now. That is a true internal battle. But there's more that's wrong in this world. Look, look, there's an internal battle where people are struggling with racism. Blacks, whites, every group under the sun, we're struggling with this. We have issues with people of different colors, different races, different ethnicities. We're struggling with this. And we don't find it a problem at all. We think it's okay because we're, we're constantly bringing up, well, so-and-so did, who cares? That God didn't tell you to be concerned about that. He said vengeance is his. You're not the police officer. And look, even if you are, you're still not the ultimate authority. I respect every police officer out there, but there are things that only God Handled. I respect every judge, but there are only things that God handles. At the end of the day, every judge has to be judged by the judge, and that's God Almighty. Every last one of us. So, sure, there are crimes and problems going on in this world, but there are internal battles everybody's facing. Every single person on this earth. And so at what point do we realize, where is this coming from? Why do I feel this way? Why am I like this? We've got to move beyond blaming someone else and realize this problem relies in me. It lies in me. It is my flesh taking over. It is sin taking over. It is evil thoughts that the devil is placing in my mind. And they're corrupting me. So... James now, he's dealing with the same problem, sin. He said, man, on one hand, we're talking about how much we love God. And on the other hand, we're talking about how we hate Joe. I can't stand Joe. <laughs> he's nothing but a liar, a, no, a, no a low down, dirty dog. He said, this is what we're doing to each other. We know it. We see it. We've even did it ourselves. But this is why I love God. Because even though we've made a lot of mistakes, we did a lot of wrong, God is still loving and forgiving toward us. If we're willing to change, we've got to wrap this thing up, Melvin. Let's go up. Go up to verse 8. All right. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. He was dealing with the tongue. And this fight is going on. 
But you know what? God can tame us. You know, there there are, I used to watch a show called The Dog Whisperer, and I've never seen a man handle dogs the way that man did. Now, I'm not telling you people can't. He was just the first person that I ever seen handle dogs this way. These dogs are vicious. These dogs are trying to attack him. And he walks up and he shows these dogs no fear. He shows the dogs that I'm in control here. You know, this is how we are. On a much larger level, God, he can tame whatever problem that lies within us. Everything that shouldn't be there, he can tame that. But will we let him is the question. Will we let... Notice now, the scripture mentioned and said, but the tongue can no man tame. See, God gave humans the rule over animals. That's the reason the dog whisperer, he could walk up and tame those dogs. Because God gave us the ability to do that. But you know what? He said, no man can tame the tongue. This is why we're having this problem with our speech. This is why we're having this problem with our flesh. And people say, well, I just love it. I can't help myself. I know why. Because you can't tame this without the help of God. See, no man can do this. No one man can do this. It's going to take God. It's not that these problems can't be overcome. But the only way you'll do it is with God's help. So it behooves us. It is necessary for us to seek God's help. But we think we're going to tame it first, and then we're coming to God. Look at how this is how we're thinking. And the problem's never going to be resolved. So the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Drop down, Melvin. Because he told us, we already read it. He said, out of the same mouth proceedeth a blessing and a cursing. It shouldn't be that way. Read verse 11 for us. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Now, if you went to a water fountain, <laughs> you're expecting that water to be one way. You're, you're really expecting some cold water. And if that water comes out lukewarm and hot, look, you're upset. <laughs> this is what look, God has an expectation of us. He wants us to be one way or the other. We can't be both. We can't be. So, in my closing remarks, we are in an internal battle. We understand that. And we can't fix our problem. It cannot be tamed unless God does it. But notice the wording of the scripture. He said, tame it. He's coming to tame our tongue. He's going to help us to control ourselves. He's going to help us 
have some self-control. So whatever battle you're fighting with tonight, it can be controlled and overcome. You can have the power over it, but it's going to take God. You won't be able to do it alone. It's going to take him. So if we are willing to submit ourselves to the authority of God, follow his instruction, follow his path, his plan for us. Look, everything's going to be all right. You, you will overcome whatever the struggle is. Doesn't matter. Because the scripture said, is there anything too hard for God? Is there anything? Sometimes we have problems that we feel this just won't help. God just can't help my problem. We think we have the biggest problem there ever was. But the reality is, heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. God is much bigger than any problem that we have or ever will have. So I pray that we would realize this battle is within us because of the flesh, because of sin that dwells in our flesh, that good-looking flesh, what we spend so much time working on, cleaning ourselves, uh, grooming ourselves, working out at the gym, we are still full of sin. And that's where this battle is coming from. So we can and will overcome it if we allow God to help us. You know, many years ago, I used to struggle with going out to the parties, drinking, doing a lot of things, waking up the next day wondering why in the world was I doing that? It was a battle. But I thank God for many years now, about probably seven years or so, seven plus years, God has blessed me. I've tamed those problems. I haven't been back into those same problems. See, he will help you. But are you willing to give him control? One last thing. When we, when God blesses us, uh, let me go about it this way. When every day we need to eat in order to continue living. You can eat so much today. Sometimes I've eaten so much and I've heard so people say, I'm so full, I don't want to see any food. I don't want to eat anything else. I'm done eating for the rest of the day. <laughs> you might feel that way today, but by tomorrow, <laughs> you won't feel that way. And if you feel that way tomorrow, I can guarantee you, you won't feel that way two days later. You won't feel that way three days later. You will need to eat again so that you can gain strength. The longer you go without eating, you get weaker and weaker until, until eventually you die. The reason I'm saying this, we understand we need the word of God. It is our strength. 
So once you have become a little stronger from the word of God, you cannot go out and think, I'm good now. I don't need to be fed the word any longer. I've already heard it. I've already read. I prayed before. I fasted before. I don't need it. If you stop hearing the word of God, if you stop doing godly things, you will find that same problem that had once been tamed. That problem has now creeped back up. And that problem is even bigger than what it was when you last remembered it. See, it does not go away. You're still in the flesh and you can still resort back to those same bad habits. So you've got to continually tame yourself. Paul said in one place, he said, I die daily. I'm I'm taming through the power of God now. God is taming me every day. He's working on me every day. I'm killing things off that I don't need every day. So may God bless you. May God strengthen you and continue to fight in this internal battle. You will be victorious through Jesus Christ. God bless you. All right. Thank you, Minister. Um, We have a few more comments. Uh, Sister Rosie says, praise the Lord. Uh, Praise the Lord to you too. David says, Paul said, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And that's definitely true because the flesh will not be paying for eternally, for um, eternity, what we've done on this earth, but our spirit will. And that's why it that's why it is willing to do right. Uh, Kim says, God tested Hezekiah to know what was in his heart. Second uh, Chronicles 32 and 31. Sister Vanilla Lowe says, praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord to you too. Um, David says, the battle between this physical man and spiritual man will be won based on the one that we are feeding the most, either the flesh or the spirit. And um, Tony just mentioned um, that we need the word of God as strength. Just like how we feed our physical bodies with food goes both ways. Um, He also says that's why the scripture says we have to be born again. We have to be baptized in Jesus' name with evidence and and also get the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. Um, We have Cynthia Jackson says, blessed be, so praise the Lord. And Cynthia Hart says, praise the Lord. So we have both Cynthia's. Uh, Where was I? Um, David says a spiritual war We are all fighting for our souls to be saved That's true He also says so we need to put on the whole armor of God I remember we had a a Bible study about that um, a few years ago Um, Chelsea says praise the Lord So praise the Lord to you as well Um, Casey says Lord help us Lord help us all because we all need help through this journey And um, David says um, I'm assuming it is when um, Tony you said It was love at first sight He said no the truth of it is It was lust at first sight There's a major battle with the lust of the flesh If the flesh is what we continue to feed Instead of feeding our spiritual man Um, He also says We can have victory over every battle Through complete submission and surrender To the will of our Lord Jesus And also it's a daily walk with the Lord Jesus As um, Tony just mentioned um, Paul said I die daily I remember um, I'm being reminded of a saying that I heard a while ago, and it said, forbidden fruit seems so edible. It can always be so tempting to do what's wrong. Every day we wake up, we're faced with two choices, and that's whether to do right or whether to do wrong. And how we treat treat others as well as um, invite God into ourselves determines 
which choice that we will make. And being baptized in Jesus' name and having the gift of the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues is a great foundation. We have so many Bible studies on that topic, so we need to make sure to do that. And that's all that I have to add. So thank you to everyone who has left a comment that we have David, Casey, Kim, Sister Rosie, Sister Vanilla Lowe, and both Cynthia's um, and Chelsea. If I missed anyone, I do apologize. So thank you guys so much for the interactions ever tuning in. And as my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to see you guys there. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy, and again, count it all joy. Uh, so if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the Word of God. Until then, you guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend. And thank you once again for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here along with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Also, check out our website at jmsbible.com. There, you can listen to all of our in-person, Zoom, and live stream messages along with every scripture we've ever covered. Lastly, we have been getting a lot of questions about how people can donate. We have finally opened up a cash app if you find it in your heart to leave a donation because running these Bible studies takes money, which Tony and I have been paying since we first started. That name is dollar sign Joystorm12. We appreciate each and every single donation, no matter how small. And remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Mm-hmm.